everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I'm here today with my friend. Well, I wish I was here today with my friend. I'm remotely here uh, with my friend Ken Hertz. I'm in Utah. Ken's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area today. And uh, Ken, tell us a bit about yourself. Introduce yourself, if you would, please. All right. Nate, thank you. Uh, happy to, and uh, thanks for having me today. Uh, and I, too, wish we could uh, be together, be much more fun. Uh I um, I started out a number of years ago uh, managing medical practices, private practices, then got into working for some large healthcare companies. Uh, following that, worked for MGMA as a consultant as part of the uh, MGMA Healthcare Consulting Group for probably 13 or 14 years. And then about a year ago, Nate, um, hung out a shingle on my own and have been doing some uh, consulting since that time. Good for you. Good for you. It's, it's great to have some of your level of you know experience and exposure and expertise to join us today. I wanted to talk about a few things. We're always talking about data on this podcast, but Ken, the first thing I want to maybe start with is why does it matter? What's, what's so important about learning how to speak data or work with data or whatever for today's medical practice manager? What do you think? Nate, it's interesting, I think. In past years, we used to um, we used to talk about data a little bit, but we never focused a lot on it. Uh, I think as healthcare has gotten more complicated, as managing a practice, running a practice has gotten more complex, uh, I just think that it's become increasingly important for uh, medical practice administrators to really understand um, data, uh, to understand uh, that language. Um, I always thought that guys like you and you know CPAs that I've worked with really speak that language of numbers, and I to me it was always a foreign language. You know, and I think. You bring up a good point. I think doctors are trained to respond to data. I mean, you know, this medication does this or this procedure does that. And if you do this, you get that. And, and they're used to making decisions based on data there. And if we can provide some data as part of the business side of making decisions, I think there are uh, physicians that will respond to that and be able to make better decisions with that data. Talk about, in your experience, what are some of the areas? I mean, you've got a broad experience in healthcare. Where have you seen data make a difference? Folks that have, you know, employed data and used it and it made a difference. Share an example or two with us, would you please? Be happy to. Be happy to, Nate. And actually, um, to your point, uh, doctors are scientists and they do make decisions based on data. And for us to speak with them, we can speak far better to them and with them if we use data. So, I've seen it used in a number of different areas. For example, one practice I worked with wanted to negotiate with a payer, wanted to look at some risk contracting. Well, as you and I both know, when you start talking about risk contracting, well, you're taking a risk. And uh, you're going to agree on some things from the payer's standpoint based on what they're going to pay you, how how they're going to pay you, when they're going to pay you. Uh, this practice had no idea what their costs were. 
They couldn't tell me what a visit cost. They couldn't tell me what different level of visits cost. They couldn't tell me the difference between a physician assistant cost or a physician cost, a physician assistant visit cost or a physician cost. So we had to work together and develop information and data that would help us understand our costs so that we could then negotiate contracts with the payer, understanding what uh, our cost basis was. You know, I'm here to tell you that the payers, they got, they've got data, they know their side of the equation and they, you know, they've, they've got their side. And I think, you know, in today's market, a lot of times, Ken, I think the competitors have data too. They have a sense for whether it's their cost or their market share or their productivity or whatever it is. I think, you know, our, the payers, which some days feels like the competition and the actual competition both have data. And, you know, if, if you're going to compete and play in that world, you got to have it. Throw us another example, would you please? Sure. So, uh, a totally different example of that uh, would be a, a practice that I worked with that wanted to look at developing satellite locations. Well, they often would sit down with the physicians and the physicians would say, you know, I drive by this place all the time and it seems like a lot of people are moving out there or a lot of people are going to the shopping center or what have you. If I'm the practice manager, the administrator of that practice, in order for me to help make the physician owners uh, well-informed and help them make the best informed decision, I've got to gather data. First of all, I need to understand where do our current patients come from? What are their zip codes? Let's do an analysis. Let's do a demographic analysis. Let's do a uh, a an analysis of these alternative zip codes where we're looking at other locations. What are the demographics? What are the population growth figures? So the one thing that I think that practice managers need to think about, Nate, is that, and, and you address it in your point a minute ago, there's the data we get from inside our practice with our systems, but you know what? There's also a lot of data out there in the world that we need to get to make informed decisions to really help our practices be successful today. Absolutely. And I think, you know, sometimes, you know, a physician's spouse might drive by an area and say, you ought to go here, you ought to go there, or one physician will drive here and one physician will drive there. And, you know, like you say, where's the demographics, where are our current patients coming from? If we go North, who are the top 10 or or 20 or whatever referring physicians that are going to drive business to our practice if we go north and are they on board and how, you know, how tied are they to our organization? Um, I did an, an analysis for a group in, in your neck of the woods in the DFW area several years ago. And what we tried to do was look and say, if we, it, how likely are patients to go to the same clinic they went to last time? And if, or how loyal are they to the clinic or how loyal are they to, to the provider? And what we try to do is say, all right, we're going to, the, the physicians that have a loyal following, we're going to put them out at the new location because people drive to see them. You know what I mean? And we, we had data to prove that. It is absolutely key to have the data to prove your point. It's, it's, it's about the data. It's about the science. It's the same thing, Nate, for example, if you were going to do a new service line, 
we, we need to do this in our community. Well, is anybody else doing, quote, this? Who is it that's doing it? Uh, what does their patient base look like? What does the overall market look like? What are the demographics? Data needs to drive our practices. We can't do it based on hunches or guesses anymore. Uh, it, the practice is too complex. Uh, and what we have to deal with is too complex not to use data and then the ability to analyze that data so it becomes um, a, a tool for making well-informed decisions. I couldn't agree with you more. I th it's you used to be able to make money in this industry in spite of yourselves, and those days are over. And you've got to, you know, you've got to do it right. So, um, parting thoughts. I mean, use data in your practice. What, what, what do you say to the the crowd out there, Ken? What, what do we conclude with? Uh, to me, Nate, it is imperative that practice administrators understand numbers. They understand data. They become well-schooled in it, uh, they learn about it, uh, and that they learn the kinds of questions to ask to ensure that the data that they're getting, if it's delivered by other people, is really fully vetted. So data is critical, um, and it will become an increasingly important tool for practices as we move forward. Yeah, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. And you start where Ken said, you start with the data you have and you try to work from there. I think really the, the, the competitive advantage, the leverage is not just the same old canned reports that everybody else that has Centristi or Allscripts or NextGen or Epic or whatever has, but to try to move one step beyond the canned stuff to the, the data that really drives your practice in your market with your ownership structure and your market share and your payer mix and your patient population and all that stuff. And if you can get that level of custom data, it'll drive change. The one word answer to that is amen. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> agree with that. I could not have said it better at all. Um, it, it, the canned stuff, uh, that's fine, but you have to go beyond that. Uh, you can't stop at that. If you do, um, I, I think you're going to be you're you're going to lose out to the next guy who has gone beyond it, um, who has reached out to people that have that ability and capability and can make the difference for them. Ken, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk with on our, our podcast today. Ken's. Um... You know what I'd the easiest way to reach Ken is to uh, contact me through the webpage, and I'm happy to put you in touch with Ken. He's done a tremendous amount of consulting work for a wide variety of practices, and I'm happy to put you in touch with Ken. And um, well, you could you're certainly welcome to throw your email address out there, Ken, if if you'd like, and then so they can contact you as well. And then I, on the contact me on the webpage, you can certainly get to Ken that way as well. Uh, thanks, Nate. Uh, it is Ken K E N at K T H health, H-E-A-L-T-H, con, C-O-N, dot com. Um, far easier than remembering that is just reaching out to Nate. We can put you in touch. Thanks again for joining me today, Ken. I appreciate your time. My great pleasure.